Hello and welcome to the Pixel Swim Podcast, episode 75. I am Steve Heinrich, your host, and this is the podcast where I take a dive into my personal journey through design and technology and where they meet, plus other tidbits I find interesting. This episode is being recorded and released on Thursday, July 4th, 2019. Visit pixelswim.com for all of the show notes and social links. If you want to follow along with anything I talk about today or leave any feedback, it's always appreciated. Now, again, that's pixelswim.com. So yeah, probably a little bit of a shorter episode today. It's a holiday here in the U.S., so let's uh, let's just dive in to our weekly feedback notes and links. So yeah, like I was just saying, happy 4th of July to everybody here in the U.S., our Independence Day. So it's uh, episode 75 of the podcast, and America is 75 years old now. So how about that? I'm just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so I'm not much of a fireworks person. I just wanted to mention that uh, as far as buying them, I do like to watch fireworks go off or go boom, but I do not like to fork over money for that. So usually I will go watch other people's fireworks. Uh, that's just kind of how I've always been. Uh, I'm not adverse to carrying around a couple sparklers here and there, but uh, I just like to to listen and watch other people's money blow up. <laughs> Although I guess because our town and here in Valparaiso puts on fireworks every year and a little bit of a festival thing around the 4th of July that uh, I guess some of my tax money is actually going to that. So uh, consider that my contribution to the fireworks industry for the year. But uh, either way, I'm a little bit more excited about tomorrow because the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile will actually be in Valparaiso. <laughs> uh, and I think I'm going to go check it out. It'll be at a local grocery store here. And I think I'm going to go see that. So in case you're not sure what that is, that is a giant, uh, I guess you could call it a truck, but it is shaped like a hot dog on a bun. So uh, if I'll put a link in the show notes to pictures of the Wienermobile and you can see why I would be uh, thrilled about going to see it. So uh, it's coming through town. So why not? I'm sure there'll be hot dogs uh, plenty to eat as well. So maybe for lunch tomorrow, that's what I'll do. But either way, just uh, yeah, happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. All that jazz. Uh, sorry. Sorry to the British. Um, just it is what it is. <laughs> Either way, let's move on in the notes here. So uh, just the feedback from last time, just one little bit of feedback from Mike Latori, who left feedback on the show notes page on uh, pixelswim.com on the show, the episode 74. Uh, he says, a quick thought on your wife's Sony, uh, you should be able to use her Fitbit as a trusted device to keep the, her phone unlocked. Yes, there is a security risk, but as soon as the phone is out of Bluetooth range, it should relock itself. Back in May, my wife bought an Amaze Fitbit, and it works well with Smart Lock. Just a thought. So yeah, thanks, Mike, for reaching out about this. This is something that I kind of smack myself in the head for not doing earlier. It's kind of a really obvious solution, especially after we got her that Fitbit not too long ago uh, back in May. Uh, to use that as a trusted device because it's uh, consistently connected to Bluetooth. So, uh, and I did turn that on and uh, I added the the Fitbit as a trusted device, I, I should say, in SmartLock. And yeah, it's been much better for her. So she's much less frustrated with having to put a pin in. So thank you, Mike, for pointing that that out. Uh, and, and again, uh, head smack to me <laughs> for not figuring that one out earlier or thinking of that idea. I'm not sure why I didn't try that earlier, but
But uh, yeah, thanks again, Mike. And that's all the feedback for this week. If you want to leave feedback on this episode or any episode, just head over to pixelswim.com. Bunch of ways to do it there. So yeah, thanks. Always appreciate it. All right. So that's going to bring us into our LGG6 weekly report. All right. So my SIM card is still in my LGG6. Uh, that's one thing to report is that it is still my my daily driver. Uh, and it's looking like it will probably be my main phone uh, when we go on vacation next week, which is, yeah, it's crazy. It's next week already. So we'll be heading out to Portland, Oregon, here in the U.S., Oregon, Oregon, whatever, however you prefer to say it. Uh, and yeah, the, the G6 will have my SIM card in it. And uh, we'll see how it gets on out there on the networks and all that stuff. So should work just fine on uh, Mint Mobile does uh, run on T-Mobile's network, and I'm assuming that it's probably pretty good out there in the it's a, a city area. So yeah, but I'll, I'll probably will, uh, I probably will still bring that Moto X4 with, but I don't know if I'll be carrying it around with us as we go about our, our trip. So it'll at least be in the backpack probably, but yeah, I think though that's it for this week's LGG6 Weekly Report. All right, so the next bit of notes that I want to talk about is that I started to clean up my digital storage. Uh, so essentially, uh, as I've mentioned on the podcast in the past, is that I've moved uh, everything kind of over to OneDrive, Microsoft's OneDrive. I have, was using Google primarily, one, uh, Google Drive primarily in the past to sync and 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 store documents and backup photos and stuff like that. So I'm trying to clear up stuff and get it all condensed in one spot in OneDrive uh, instead of having it scattered all over the place. And I even have some stuff backed up in Dropbox and stuff like that. I do have the free Dropbox account uh, that I use for, you know, just kind of random file sharing here or there. So I am, yeah, going through the Google Drive and Dropbox and anything else I can think of that I want to put into OneDrive and consolidate it all into that one terabyte of backup storage that I get with the Office 365 subscription, uh, which is a natural way to do that. And also this will start to include my wife as well, uh, getting her stuff because she uses uh, Google Drive. She used it quite a bit when she was uh, in school to back up all her projects and her homework and and stuff like that. So and, and also it was a good collaboration tool for her and her, her classmates as well. Uh, but I think because we have that subscription for OneDrive, she gets her own terabyte. And I think I'm going to start migrating her stuff over there and she's going to actually go through a lot of her uh, photos that she had backed up because she would take a lot of photos of stuff in class like uh, the 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 whiteboards and and you know whatever the professor was writing on the board so she's got a lot of that stuff backed up that she's not going to need anymore and, and she'll clean that up and then we'll get everything moved over to OneDrive for her and and automatically start backing up her photos and stuff there instead of Google Drive because uh, we are paying the I think it's two ninety nine or one ninety nine uh, I think it. $2.99, I think, is the plan that we have for her to get the extra storage in Google Drive for her stuff because I she was doing some videos and stuff, too, of the lectures, and uh, she won't need those anymore, so those will go, and then we'll just, like I said, I'm going to migrate everything over. 
another big thing that I've been backing up to as well is all of my podcast stuff, all the recordings and stuff like that. I do have been saving over the last 75 episodes the Audacity files. I've been backing those up on one. Oh, I was originally backing them up on Google Drive, but then I think from episode 16 on, I started to back them up to OneDrive because I had that terabyte of storage. And those Audacity files are not, uh, they're not small. <laughs> I mean, the, the MP3 comes out at 30, 40, 50 megabytes, but the Audacity files uh, with all everything that's included in the editing and, and just all of that stuff, those can add up to 300, 400, 500 megabytes, uh, depending on the length of the show. So and, uh, you know, the the quality of the recording, etc. So I decided I uh, wasn't sure if I wanted to keep those. Uh, so I was trying to decide whether I should keep them. And I just want to thank uh, I reached out to Steve Litchfield, who has obviously recorded, you know, at, upwards of two million podcasts now and he uses audacity i know that because i've asked him for help in the past with a couple of audacity things and he uh, says that he hangs on to the audacity files just to you know i'm not sure exactly how long but it to me it sounded like a couple episodes worth maybe if that a couple of the latest episodes and then you can get rid of them. So that's kind of what I decided to do was to hang on to the last few episodes of the Audacity files, just in case there's any sort of major issues with the sound or, or stuff like that, just so I can go back and make edits to those. But other than that, I just keep the original recording and the edited final MP3 file. Um, that's all I'm going to keep backed up from now on. And I got all that moved over to OneDrive and cleaned up. So that's uh, that's saving quite a bit of space. I'm, I'm trying to get my Google Drive down under the free the free 15 gigabytes of data version of it that that obviously, like I said, you get for free. Uh, that way I won't have to worry about uh, any of that stuff going away when I, I think I have a promotional offer of 100 gigabytes uh, because of LG. It might even be when I when I uh, I think when I got the Q6, the LG Q6, it came with a promotional offer when I signed into the Google account and signed into photos and it offered a, a free 100 gigabytes for uh, I think until the end of next year. So obviously I've got some time to uh, sort all this stuff. But, you know, once you start going a little bit, you get uh, quite a bit of it done. So. Yeah, uh, thanks again. Like I said, thanks to Steve for kind of the advice on whether or not to keep those Audacity files. Uh, that was those they were taking up quite a bit of of, of cloud storage, so not necessary not necessary to do anymore. So uh, if you uh, hopefully <laughs> I won't need to go back and edit any episodes from the past. I don't see a reason to. And if Steve says that he doesn't really he hasn't really needed them, then that's uh, going to be the case for me as well. I imagine so. Yeah, I just wanted to mention all that and and just kind of that's going to be an ongoing process, uh, especially getting all of my photos off of uh, Google Photos, because uh, I've been backing up to Google Photos for a long time. <laughs> I haven't recently in the last year or two. Uh, most of that it has still been going to OneDrive. Basically, when I signed up for uh, Office 365 and got that amount that storage the the one terabyte is when I started to go exclusively to OneDrive but there were times when I was double backing up to Google Photos and OneDrive at the same time which in retrospect was is actually kind of 
<laughs> I mean, it's good because everything's in both places, but uh, hopefully sorting through the the Google Photos I pull over, I, hopefully there's a mechanism where it won't bring in those uh, duplicated photos twice. Uh, we shall see. And, and really, that's the biggest thing to move over for me from from Google's storage is those backed up photos. Uh, like I said, I've been using it for a long time back when it was, uh, you know, still Picasso, Picasso. And that's, uh, yeah, so I've got some very old photos, uh, I think from the the HTC G1 is when I started pushing, I think some of those to back up, though they weren't automatically backed up from the G1 to Google our Google Photos, because obviously it wasn't a thing at the time. But I do remember pulling them off of the phone manually onto the PC and uploading them to Picasa. So that's, uh, yeah, got some photos back from, you know, 2008, 2009, that kind of thing. And, and we'll, we'll see if I can, <laughs> if there's an easy way, I wish I, I wish there was some sort of third party service that would let you easily move those over without having to manually do it. Uh, if anybody knows of one, let me know. But I haven't been able to find anything like that as far as, you know, cloud storage migration kind of a thing. Uh, but yeah, reach out if you have uh, used anything like that or even know of anything like that. It'd be greatly appreciated to know that. But yeah, we'll, we'll continue clearing up the digital storage and, and hopefully I'll report back on how things go with that. Okay, so the next thing in my notes here is just some continued observations with my Moto X4 uh, compared to the G6 and kind of by itself as well. Uh, I, I don't not sure if anybody saw this, but if you follow me on Twitter, I tweeted to Moto's support <laughs> about this, which I guess probably wasn't the right move on it. But uh, essentially, what I noticed in the drop down shade of the Moto X4 on Android Pi, and I and I, it, it turns out this is potentially just an Android Pi thing. Uh, is the, when the initial pull down of the notification shade, so not when you go to the complete quick settings panel, uh, when you get just the the abbreviated quick pet, quick settings sort of card at the top with the the six quick settings that you can uh, toggle quickly. <laughs> A lot of quicking, quick quick saying, but either way, uh, basically, I noticed that the icons went almost all the way to the edge of that card with no padding left or right, and that the time and date, as well as the Wi Fi notification or notifier icon on the upper left and right were all the way to the edge of the the card uh, of the it's, it's technically not a notification card. It's basically where they've stored the these icons and the indicators for the time and the Wi-Fi, etc. And it just to me, it looked not very good. If like I said, if you can go on Twitter, I'll le link to the tweet in the show notes so you can see the photos that I posted to the support. And the thing is, is that I haven't had uh, Android Pi on any of my own devices uh, up until this point. And so this is, to me, visually, it they need these elements in this drop-down in the notification shade need uh, padding left and right, essentially a little white space, uh, so they're not bumping up right to the edge. Uh, and it turns out that I think it is just an Android Pie thing. I did notice on my wife's uh, XZ1 Compact that uh, her icons kind of do the same thing on initial pull down of the of the shade uh, but the 
indicators don't. So the, to me, this is <laughs> it's not a good look. And so essentially, I thought it was Motorola's version of Android Pie. I know it is very close to stock, but I thought that potentially there was, you know, that they kind of overlooked these things in the notification shade and that, uh, you know, that it was potentially a bug that could be fixed. But I, I don't think that it is. I think it's honestly just a poor way to uh, to line things up in the in that drop down because on the Moto X4 uh, it there is a little space around the whole card itself I call it a card you know it's just the white background portion so there it's not all the way up to the edge of the screen which would make things a little bit different uh, just a little but uh, those indicator icons would still be right up to the edge uh, essentially, this is kind of where the design <laughs> part in me gets a little bit frustrated because I, I thought we were past these days in Android where there were any sort of white space issues uh, with certain elements. Uh, and and the support was really, really helpful, really nice on Twitter, the Moto uh, support account. Uh, they did uh, look into it a little bit and double checked that it was actually supposed to be that way. And uh, it's just it's unfortunate, like I said, uh, they did give me the suggestion of changing the display size. Uh, and that's part of why those icons show up that way. And I did change the display size in the settings uh, in Android there. And I did, quote unquote, fix the the quick toggle icons where they had plenty of spacing around them, but it did not do anything for the the indicator icons as far as the date and the Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi indicator. So, yeah, to me, it's just it's a little bit anno annoying. <laughs> like I said, on my wife, wife's uh, XZ1 Compact there, there it looks OK, you know, because it goes edge to edge with those icons. And there is a little bit of padding on the left and the right for the the time and the the Wi-Fi indicator. So, again, not a, not a huge deal, but uh these are, you know, like I said, I just thought we were past these days. I used to, it's one of my biggest gripes with Android in the early days was these, uh, these little, in, in, not even inconsistencies, just poor, poor use of white space to, to provide a little bit of relief around objects so they're not all bumping into each other or into the edge of things, you know, uh, just to give them their own space. But uh, again, I'll put a link to the tweet in the show notes so you can see uh, exactly what I'm talking about. I took a screenshot and kind of, you know, threw on some hand-drawn arrows to point at the areas <laughs> of disgust. But uh, either way, uh, other uh, small observations with the Moto X4 versus the LG G6 this week is I did a real quick photo comparison. Uh, I took a picture of my wife uh, and I took one with the Moto X4 and the Moto or the LG G6. Again, I'm going to screw those up. <laughs> I'm going to switch those up because of the G thing. But either way, and I'm not going to post the photo necessarily. I will uh, do another example, I think, in the near future and maybe post those online. But um, what I kind of noticed in just initial, this was just a real quick test, one-off test, is how differently the phones handle uh, the photos. And, and, and obviously, if you're a Pixel peeper and you have... Uh, followed AAWP and uh, Steve Litchfield's articles on there. You'll you'll appreciate the you know zooming in to see how differently each phone does stuff. So uh, I noticed in she was wearing a sort of teal colored shirt, 
And on the Moto X4, it's very solid uh, as far as the pixels go in the shirt. But on the LG G6, it was very grainy. But that's only when you zoom in. But when you zoom out, uh, I actually prefer the LG G6 uh, photo uh, compared to the Moto X4. And also, the G6 uh, captured a lot more detail. Um, her hair is a dark color. And it kind of got just washed out in the dark background on the Moto X4. And you can actually see it on the LG G6, you could actually see the strands of hair, etc. So like I said, I'm going to have to do some more uh, side by side stuff uh, to share publicly, but just kind of getting into a little bit of the the comparison between the camera setups. Uh, like I said, they're similar. They've got the sort of regular camera and the wide angle camera on the back. So uh, I think that's it, though, for the Moto X4 observations this week. Uh, that'll be continuing those throughout the weeks as I use the devices side by side uh, in sort of real world <laughs> conditions. So, uh, yeah. All right. So the last thing that I want to share this week is uh, I was mentioning that I was going through my old Google Drive stuff and, and clearing that up and moving stuff over as well to to OneDrive. And I found a Google Doc that I wrote uh, back when, I mean, over the years, I've, I've tried to start writing a blog multiple times to no uh, avail. Uh, this podcast is actually kind of, uh, kind of not necessarily a stand-in, but an, another idea to try and get content out there uh, as far as getting my ideas out there and, and, and having an outlet for my tech life. So uh, yeah, I used to have here and there I, I would have I would start to write blog posts ish. Uh, this one that I found that I'm going to share is from September of 2013. So it's a good almost six years old now. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because the content of this wouldn't be much different if you just swap in a few Android devices from today. So essentially, the title that I put on this back then, and this isn't really in a good blog post format, but it's just kind of a, a comparison thing, but uh, it's called No Nexus Owner is Safe from Android Lag. So yeah, there's the dating of it already saying Nexus. So this is essentially back when I had the first Nexus or first Google Android phones, including the HTC G G1, the Nexus S and the Galaxy Nexus are the three that I sort of cover here as far as Android lag goes. Uh, and the I'll, I'll read the whole thing here. So essentially, it says, I cringe a little when a new version of Android is released. I have owned three of Google's Nexus devices, and they have all reached their demise at some point via software update. Case one, HTC G1. I know this technically isn't a Nexus device, but it was the first Android phone, and Google pushed updates to it. So the last usable version of Android on the HTC G1 was 1.6 Donut. And the version that it died was 2.0 Eclair. <laughs> and then I put a note. Uh, I know version 2.0 was only available via Cyanogen mod, but the phone clearly was horrible at running 2.0. So yeah, that was the, the first case that I put here. And then I have a uh, case two, Nexus S. Uh, the started at Android version 2.3. The last usable version of Android on the Nexus S was 2.3.6 gingerbread. Uh, the version that it died, ice cream sandwich, 4.0 ice cream sandwich. Uh, and then I put a note that while an official 
4.1 jelly bean version brought brought back life a little life to this phone it was never really much better than gingerbread go ahead and fight me on that one if you want <laughs> so yeah i guess there was a an official jelly bean for the nexus s uh, an official jelly bean release and then the last bit here is uh, case three the galaxy nexus uh, the last usable version of android 4.1.2 jelly bean the version it died 4.2 jelly bean <laughs> And that's all I wrote. That's uh, the the three comparisons of the software versions that killed each of these devices. Uh, and, and obviously, all of this sounds really familiar because it's still going on today with Android. So I still do cringe a little bit. Uh, not as much uh, when when uh, an Android device gets a system update, a big system update to a different version number. Uh, because it potentially could be the end of the phone. And I think there was a big explosion in the back, so people are blowing stuff up right now as I record this. But either way, uh, I think that's it, though, from that. Uh, just I wanted to share that because it is eerily similar to how things are continuing to go uh, and why I don't necessarily... Uh, care not that i don't care about android updates it's that i don't mind if an if a device doesn't get an android system update to a major version uh as long as the device isn't super buggy usually i'm fine with a device that will run a smooth version of android whatever that might be for that specific device but either way uh like i said i just wanted to share that and uh kind of reminisce about those three devices, the uh, Galaxy Nexus, the Nexus S, and the HTC G1. So yeah, let me know to, uh, <laughs> if you have any sort of similar experiences with devices back then. I just couldn't help but notice it back then. And I can't believe I'm still using Android to this day, to be honest, because things haven't really changed. But, you know, they have uh, optimized a lot of Android to work uh, even after major updates, but it's still... I still feel like there are death updates to devices coming out these days. Uh, let me know your experience with that sort of thing. All right, so let's wrap things up here on the 4th of July in the U.S. Uh, we will uh, come back for episode 76 next week. If you want to leave any feedback on this episode, episode 75, you can go to pixelswim.com. Uh, leave feedback on the show notes page or reach out via MeWe if you want to connect on MeWe. There is a link on the website for that or Twitter or anything like that. So yeah, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Have a great 4th of July or just regular Thursday uh, if you're somewhere else in the world. But either way, have a great afternoon or evening or independence or oppression or escape from either one, <laughs> whatever state of mind or country you are in. Thanks again, and God speed. <laughs>